You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, it's the Pedro Pascal stand show. We're going to fangirl about Pedro Pascal for 20 to 30 minutes. Yay. (laughs) Yay. I have to manually fade out now because... We don't know when it's going to end. I don't know when it's going to end. And if I don't know, you certainly don't know. So let's go ahead and cut it off. Did you fade yourself also? I did. That's why you're so quiet now. We can barely hear you. Oh, no, 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 no. You can hear me. You can hear me. Maybe that's your, maybe maybe that's your problem. I can hear you. This is fine. Hi, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. Thank you for uh, joining us today on this episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. I am Brandon, that's Travis, uh, and this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. It's a show where Brandon, me, and Travis, he, talk about things pop culture related. Sometimes we talk about other things not pop culture related. Uh, but usually we take those topics and we bring them into the show, Apathetic Enthusiasm, which is this show. Uh, and I'm Brandon, and that's Travis who hasn't said anything in a while, not since he's introduced himself as... Okay, anyway, I'm done. Hi, everybody. Uh, and now you know what the show's all about. Thank you for being here. If you're, if you're new and you'd like to follow us on the social internet, uh, you could definitely do that. You could follow us uh, on Twitter at Apathusiast. I am at Chogomino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. Or you can send us an email, apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Uh, you can find this show and the rest of our podcast over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. We are currently streaming live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, trying to do that Monday nights. That's the usual rotation. We're finally back on Mondays. Things are great. Things are things are exactly as they should be. Uh, but if you're busy on a Monday night, I don't know, maybe you and your friends play some sort of fantasy role-playing game or something. I don't, I don't know what you do on Monday nights. <laughs> But if you miss the stream, you can always go to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm where you can catch video versions of the podcast. Uh, and then finally, big thank you to all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, trying to give some other behind the scenes uh, about shows in development. Uh, and I have a plan for another some more video content as well. Uh, so if you want to check that out, head over to patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. That's it. That's the show. Thanks that's for it. listening. Until next time. These no, trade travels. That's not the show. That's it. <laughs> uh, we have fun. We, we have, have fun, we? have such we? fun. We are just cracking up over here. My extended joke. Oh, and everyone's laughing out there. You were cracking up. <laughs> we just have so much fun here on Apathetic Enthusiasm. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> uh, uh how, to, how's your life brandon uh, how many life, miles did you how many miles did you run this week life life is good i ran two miles this week so far so many uh, miles starting starting on sunday I, I ran two miles i i had some extra time to di- oh no was it oh saturday i ran saturday uh, um and i was gonna run today because i had some extra time i was gonna go get a a uh a p test for you know Ooh. all drug testing for for employment for employment and um and then it turns out me actually calling the place they're like we don't we don't do it right now we only do it in the mornings so i'm like oh it's a good thing i called um and so instead of utilizing my free time to then run i utilize my free time to not do anything productive oh good good uh one thing about taking a p test in the morning is if you're not sufficiently hydrated um it can be it could be potentially very dark liquid in that in that container oh. so make sure you're drinking that water i thought you were i'll tell you what <laughs> a time or two i have been uh literally embarrassed by by the color and you're, <laughs> you're like you, you you go talk to the nurse or whatever and you're like listen i mean i enjoy coffee in the morning that's the reality of things I, I do drink water. I honestly I thought I just, between you... you and me, I want you to look me in the eyes <laughs> and realize <laughs> that this isn't, this isn't always the way that this looks. I honestly thought you were going to say, 
you got to be careful going in the mornings because that's when the drugs really are are <laughs> concentrated in your, yeah, it's, in your it's, pee. It's concentrated, concentrated d- drug matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. you, you know, you know this, Travis, uh, because we've 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 been through this not together necessarily, but in in time. I don't know if you've been a a p test monitor, um, but I I have been a p test monitor, and part of that part of that excitement is like having to like see all the different uh, colors of the rainbow and being like. And like the awkwardness, <laughs> like it's just like, man. Like, do people have Skittles coming? What are you talking? Yeah, about? Yeah, like you know, there's different shades of yellow. You know, there's there's clear, oh. there's there's light yellow, there's dark yellow, there's there's the the red. You know, the dark As, red, <laughs> the blood red. And I, and I say, sir, yeah, I don't think this is a water issue. <laughs> this is this might be something completely different. I think you need to see a doctor. <laughs> Uh well good luck. I hope you study hard yeah. and and you pass your your test. Do my best. Um yeah, good luck with that. Thanks. Uh getting a couple miles in. Good for you. Good. Proud of that. Mm-hmm. Um my legs don't hurt right now. So uh, I'll just leave it at that. I feel that's, feel good. That's good. That's good because they don't hurt right now because you've been you've been running a lot, but you've also a been lot. doing shock therapy <laughs> on on your on yes. your legs, right? Uh, yeah. So as, as a man in, in my middle age, Mm -hmm. my, my recovery from, from exercise is not, it's not as rapid. Right. Right. And, and so I ran a a two hour run yesterday. Uh, typically the long runs for my training plan are, uh, like on Sundays or sometime in the weekend. Uh, so I ran a two hour run, um, did not, sufficiently hydrate during that run which i have that is a huge lesson i've learned is anything over 90 minutes got to be drinking water during the run while you're running uh while while running okay um because i ran a half marathon the weekend prior and felt better than i did during the two-hour run um which was shorter but it was because i was drinking water during the the other one so anyway to your point, I sent you a picture yesterday <laughs> of uh, my bathtub half full of water with ice <laughs> floating in the bathtub um, because, yeah, I, uh, I did a cold plunge um, to try and help the recovery of my legs. I, I don't know <laughs> if it's working. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I think it, I think it's helping. Do you put, the, I mean, do you put the salt in there with it too? Salt? No. Yeah. Like, like Epsom it? salt? Like, like salt water? Like Epsom like salt. salt. water bath? You know, Epsom salt. Epsom, I've heard of that. Um. I don't know if I have that in my house. I want, I want, I wonder, I wonder if you're supposed to mix the Epsom salt with, with ice because, you know, that's how you make ice cream is, you know, like you put the ice on the. The, the salt on the ice and then it makes the ice the colder salt right i don't i don't think i need the ice colder because it's cold yeah when i get in that water i know oh, i know my I know, goodness but i think the salt is supposed to help with some of the, the healing properties of the water um oh, the electrolytes yeah mm-hmm. the electoral lights as shant the electoral lights mentions in, in <laughs> yeah chat. yeah um so yeah i I I submerged the lower half of my body in the freezing cold water for like six minutes. I don't know if that's enough time. I don't know if I have to do it longer, um, but I was getting used to it. Um, so, yeah, I did that. Good. And then I and then and then half of my body was red. Uh, so I don't know if that's a good thing. But then I ran today and my legs feel good. That's so. good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, recovery. Yay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. It's kind of like red, like half of my face right now. I'm, as I'm looking at my, myself on the camera, it's like one side is much redder. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a weird contrast. Like I, I put a filter on and it's like, no, you know what? Let's, let's go more black and white on one side of your face. You almost do have a little bit of like a two face look going on. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Which you can only catch. 
if you go to twitch.tv <laughs> slash apathetic enthusiasm or youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Yeah, I'll tell you why it is, is because it's not my hue lights not aren't hooked up because I took an all I took them off the Ethernet so I can plug my TV into the Ethernet. That's uh, a thing. Oh, what? You have to. Oh, you had to unplug your lights so you could plug your well, TV into the internet. The receiver for okay. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Hue lights for a second. The Hue light receiver right goes is connects to your your uh, router uh, so that sure. that your lights can have the Wi-Fi. Well, the receiver for it is only Ethernet, so it has to plug in directly to the router. My router right now only has one Ethernet out. Uh, because I, it's it's the you know Cox or Comcast's router slash uh, modem whatever. So I can either attach it to my Xbox or I can attach it to my TV or I can attach it to my Hue lighting. Well, my TV was having some issues the other day where it wouldn't connect to the network and it was pissing me off. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to attach you, the Ethernet. I'm unplugging these lights." I who I don't need to look good on on a stream i could look like a two-face and be okay with it clearly yeah. i'm not because i'm talking about it because <laughs> we spent the last five minutes discussing i'm it. going to buy a router okay okay good for you uh peace among ricks in the chat on twitch saying i have a client literally obsessed with ice baths because he gets a quote dopamine hit he should he, i have not experienced this i have not experienced no. this dopamine hit mostly i experienced this i experienced <laughs> and then Travis, and then I sit there honey are you okay <laughs> and, then, and then I sit there and I go hopefully hopefully my legs don't fall off and then and then I look at my phone for like five minutes and I'm like that seems long enough and then I go take a shower <laughs> Uh, I mean, do you give it, do you get a dopamine hit? Do you feel like running? Do you, do you, do you feel like that's something you get? <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're laughing at champ champ saying for the listeners, he's miming something. He's miming being cold. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, just in case you don't know that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I've got to get a dopamine hit or the runner's high that they talk about. Um, but I think for me, it's probably a real mellow high. Um, yeah, yeah. and, and it's, and it's often in direct confrontation with, oh gosh, this sucks. Oh, why am I still doing this? Um, but it, it's, it's, but it's, yeah, it's, a, it's akin to like taking a, a, a tablespoon of Pepto-Bismol, right? It's like, oh, it's like a real mellow high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you tried, have you tried the. The pink drink. It's a real, <laughs> it's a real chill. Yeah, I can go for some Tums right now. <laughs> <laughs> I never touch this stuff. It's, 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 <laughs> no. um, uh, I, I feel like running maybe like if you're, if you're running over two miles, I think I, I tend to get into a rhythm where I can kind of like get into a rhythm and, mm -hmm. and, and feel like I'm uh, gliding a little bit more than like putting in the work. Um, and I, 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 yeah, like I just, I, I, there's a, there's a period there and I, I think it lasts longer, the longer I train where it's like, oh, I'm just going and, uh, I'll catch myself running faster mm -hmm. than my intended pace sometimes. Cause like my body just gets used to, oh, we're running now. Um, but there's, I, where that stopped is this last weekend when I like wasn't hydrating effect, uh, effectively, during the run and stuff like that, you were, efficiently, you weren't hydrating um, professionally. Uh, professionally, mm -hmm. uh, so so then it turns into oh, okay, my body's not getting the the stuff that it needs. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so I will try to hydrate better. I can and things as I run. I can safely say it's never happened, and I I don't know what they're talking about. But what I can say is that when I'm when I'm stressed and when things are seeming Seeming like I can't handle them going for a run to like, I don't know, maybe it takes it, it takes me away from technology. Maybe it takes me away yeah. from what I'm familiar with and be like, like now I have to struggle with something that I'm like pushing myself in that like it, it, it takes that off. Right. 
So maybe in, yeah. in that sense, being mindful of what we are as a, as, as coach Bennett talks about, um, right. in, in I'll the see you rooms. on your next starting line. Okay. Well, speaking of seeing <laughs> you, right. let's, let's get into the actual show. Uh, so go ahead and mark it 15 minutes. <laughs> We're talking today about a few different things, all involving Pedro Pascal. And so, um, let's go ahead and start with the the thing that everybody wants to talk about it's it's like it's on the tip of everyone's tongue it yeah, is those tiktok fan videos yeah <laughs> <laughs> no you know what it is is the unbearable weight of massive talent it's a 2022 film starring nicholas cage and pedro pascal let's go ahead and talk about that for a minute travis because i know you watched it in preparation for yeah this podcast. i definitely uh missed that one and you um, knew that i was going to talk about it is we had this yeah. conversation is it available for streaming anyway? It is, as a matter of fact. It is available for 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 streaming. Uh, I'll just I'll just talk about it real briefly. That that's a joke. Travis has no zero idea what I'm talking about. And for I mean, I, I've, I've I've seen the trailer. No, of course, of course. I uh, haven't watched the movie. But but for the listeners, Travis was miming, not knowing that uh, I was going to talk about that uh, movie. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that that movie, real quick, uh, since we're on the Pascal train. Uh, that is that it's a good movie. Uh, Nicholas Cage plays himself uh, and he gets an invite to an island where his biggest fan wants to uh, talk to him and hang out with him. And that biggest fan uh, is associated with drug dealing. He may be a cartel leader. Um, and uh, so that's who Pad Pedro Pascal is in that movie. It's really good. And there's there's some gifts out there that uh, with oh. with them looking at each other. So yeah, great. That's that's that was the one thing I was going to say is the one takeaway I have from that movie is all the memes where Nicolas Cage is like turning around yeah. looking like real almost disgusted. And then you have the cut like to Pedro Pascal and his head's like back in the wind. He's just like <laughs> smiling yeah. all huge and stuff. Um, and because my algorithms are all jacked up with Disney Parks content, uh, it's always like taking your friend uh, on your favorite ride uh, at Epcot, <laughs> and it's like living with the land or something, and it's and, and Nicholas Cage just, and then it cuts to Pedro Pascal, and he's just like loving every minute of you know learning about how they grow vegetables at Epcot. It's it's like showing uh, your yeah. your friends your favorite funny YouTube videos, and then just watching <laughs> yeah. them watch it. <laughs> Yeah, it's perfect. It's exactly. Perfect. So that movie, uh, that movie's good. I, I do I do recommend it. Nicholas Cage is, is good in it. Uh, Pascal is also wonderful. Um, but that that's not really what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about two different things uh, starring yeah. him. Uh, let's go ahead and start with what do we want to start with? Let's start with the the Mandalorian since that just came back out. Mando, I should I should have worn my Mandalorian socks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, yeah. So Mando's back. Uh, the third season of The Mandalorian is now streaming on, on Disney+. Plus. I would I would say third season. The first episode of the third season uh, has premiered. Uh, Mando is back. Grogu is back. Um, <laughs> uh, love, loving the comments uh, in the chat. Um, but yeah, so I, I was pretty excited that the show was coming back. I feel like Mandalorian, really a lot of the Disney Plus Star Wars shows in general, Obi-Wan, Andor, we've talked about them a lot. Uh, have been some of the the best Star Wars content as of late. And so I was like excited for Mandalorian to come back. And I like watched it as soon as I got home and then I texted you and I was like, hey, Mandalorian, you want to watch that? You're going to watch? And I think your your response to me was, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been. It may, so, it may have been so, so I'm curious, what uh, what were you not excited about? Or, or I mean, I, and I think we've had this conversation a few times, but uh, y- you weren't excited going into it, but you did actually watch the episode. I don't know what were your thoughts. Uh, I did. I, so I, I did watch the episode. Um, I, I had some free time this weekend and in between watching Skinamarink, playing No Man's Sky, uh, doing a few, do a few different things. And so I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, Chelsea and the kid don't want to watch it. So I'll, 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 I'll watch it. And maybe they did want to watch it, but I didn't ask them. They were actually gone. They were at her parents. It doesn't matter. Um, so I, and by the way, to the listener, Travis has Grogu in his hand, in his hands right now. Doing a lot of, doing a lot of, uh, <laughs> audio descriptions. A lot, a lot, for a lot of, a lot of visual stuff for this impaired. audio media today. Um, so I did, I, so I did watch it. My initial reaction was, like, oh, Mandalorian's coming back. That wasn't my reaction. That's other people's reaction. And my reaction being like, eh. Oh, oh, I'm so surprised. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I think that, like, I enjoyed the end of season two of The Mandalorian. I, I guess going back to the first season, I watched a couple episodes and it seemed to drag a little bit for me to where I'm like, okay, I'll go ahead and skip to the the finale. Then that feeling kind of kept over into season two. I watched maybe an episode or two and then, then I kind of skipped towards the end. Uh, and then when like the fan service kicked into high gear, um, and then book of Boba Fett came out and you know how I feel about book of Boba Fett. It's just, yeah. it's, not a good show. And I felt that it was very disingenuous or I don't know. I don't know what the right word is to throw in Mandalorian season three preview into like a main episode of the show. I just felt like, no, this is a book of Boba Fett. Why are we talking about Mandal? Why do you have an episode dedicated to him? Um, so which would, probably explain why Grogu is back in his arms for the beginning of the season. But then that makes me think like, well, why don't you have that be an episode of the actual season of the Mandalorian season three? Anyways, now the season actually starts here. I am. And you're like, Ooh, uh, it's okay. It was an okay episode. Like I oh. did. I I was like, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Like, so nothing yeah. rev- revelatory. Like, yeah. Just okay. Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> there were pirates. 
there were pirates. Um, and and in the chat saying that they felt like uh they're spoon feeding us plot for this season a little bit. I I do I do agree. I think I think this premiere episode was a lot of setup and a lot of all right. Let's establish what the story is for this season, and then take you know. 10 more episodes or whatever to actually play out that. So we are introduced to pirates. We have not had space pirates uh, in Mandalorian thus far, um, especially green leafy bearded uh, pirate captains. Mm-hmm. But I will say the, the <laughs> fight sequence with the space pirates uh, was, was probably I mean, one of the coolest parts of the episode, I, I thought that the, the space battle was, was pretty cool. Um, I thought there was a lot of fan service in, in this um, episode. The <laughs> arguably cutest characters from the sequel trilogy, the, the, the Babu Frick uh, oh. race of aliens that, uh, that, that are good with repairing droids. Now we got like five of them that all work together on this planet. So, so cute. Um, cute little, so cute little cute. bastards. It's broken. It's, it's broke. <laughs> so can't fix it. <laughs> and then like Grogu's trying to like hug him or something. Or I don't, I don't even remember what he's doing, but, um, you know, you, uh, yeah. I, I want to I make a quick aside, a shout out to the Twitch chat. It was very distracting. Uh, whether it's, whether it's Matt Sizemore, or John Caulfield there in the, the Twitch chat, they're just they're making jokes. A, a joke, joke, a, joke a second. That's how. That's how rapid fire it is with <laughs> the Twitch chat. Uh, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna ignore it now. Um, yeah. yeah. So just this look away. Just this, look away from that. So this first this first episode. Yeah, I, I I watched it. I thought it was okay. Um, to to the to your point, Peace Among Rick's point. Yeah, like it it felt it felt very. Uh, exposition it was just saying like this is what the season's gonna be about it felt like a pilot episode in the sense it was like here's everything you need to know about like the threads that we're gonna pull throughout the season um which is like to me that is that feels like when a, a new show comes out and the first episode of a new show is always like here's everything that's gonna happen over this is what the show's about and just like hitting you over the, the head with it. That's kind of how I felt about like, oh, look, there's uh, there's Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica again. Uh, I forget her character's name, sorry. Um, space Pirates, oh, there's a thing. Oh, he's trying to redeem himself in the eyes of the Mandalorian to get the sacred water. Oh, cool. Well, I know what to, ex- I kind of know what to expect now. Um, yeah, they're going to bring that robot back from season one. Soon as they get all the parts, <laughs> looks like Mando's going on another quest to get things. Um, yeah, it's a great show, phenomenal show, visually <laughs> fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know, I miss Andor. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I think that's what that's what I said to you. I think that's what we agree on is yeah. Mandalorian is like adventure. It's it feels fairly low stakes. Like, you know, nothing's really going to happen to him. <laughs> Tragedy is not really going to affect him all that much. Um, It's Mando's Mando's kind of like the like kid T like t- maybe preteen level of Star Wars right? yeah. where it's like it's really accessible. It's not overly complex. It's not dealing with like galactic senate politics or anything like that right you're not dealing with you know trade embargoes and uh you know anything like that it's like all right let's get to the point mando's got a fast ship it's got a bubble for grogu he needs to go bathe in the in the in the wells the secret wells uh so that he can he can have his his honor again this is the way it is and then you know, yeah. Mandalorian is the goosebumps to <laughs> Andor's uh, Pride and Prejudice. King. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like they're 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 for different audiences. They're Mandalorian is is much more fantasy 
where yeah. uh, Andor is, it, it takes place in a, in a fantasy sci-fi world, but it's not really too deep down into that. It's more of like a, like a social commentary wrapped up into like, oh, also we're in Star Wars, you know, Star Wars land yeah. over at Disney, <laughs> California. Yeah. Batu, Galaxy's Edge, where you can meet the Mandalorian and Grogu <laughs> appearing now on both coasts. And casting Andor, even though technically he's supposed to be dead uh, at, that, at that point in time. They did, did they have a Cassian no, Andor no, character? I'm like, I don't think they had an Andor no, character at either park. You know, that, that's no. really digging in, in bastardizing the, the integrity of the Star Wars property if they have Diego Luna lookalike in, in there. I mean, they do it in California with all the Marvel characters. But what do you mean they do it in Cal? Why? Why is Andor in Marvel Land? No, know, I'm I saying they have. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, okay, so Mando, it's back. It's all right. Watch it or don't. Um, you can't see Pedro Pascal's face in it, so otherwise he has to go on another quest. Yeah, otherwise he's got to, you know, bathe in the waters again. They could be poisonous. We'll see. Stay tuned Find for out. next week's Mandalorian. Um, you yeah, know, you know, what, right, it, you know what it did? What the episode did, normally at the beginning of a season, it'll it'll show the episode. And then after the episode, it'll be like this season on the Mandalorian. And it'll show a bunch of clips about like what you can expect. Yeah. Instead, that like, was the, that was just the first episode. That was the episode. That that's all it was. Anyway, uh, it was it was okay. You go check it out. Uh, you tell us what bold, you think. Bold prediction time. Oh. Will Grogu wield the dark saber? I I think Grogu is the dark saber. Um, any time travels. Oh, hot take. And you heard it here on Apathetic Enthusiasm. <laughs> Make sure to let us know what you think. Uh, go to our Instagram, Apathetic underscore Enthusiasm. Um, all right, let's talk about a good show. Um, Pedro Pascal, very busy uh, because he's in another show on HBO Max called The Great American Barbecue Cookoff. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about it. There's a guy on there. Here's here's what. Uh, uh, I want to talk. I do want to talk about that real quick. This is a real quick aside. Let's talk I'll, about it. I'll make a, I'll make a little. We're going to talk about the last of us at the end of this episode. If you are not caught up on the last of us, we'll save it for the end. I'm going I'm to I'm talk about it real, real quick. Competition shows are not my, not my, my bag. They're not really what I, I stick with. I like Holy Moly uh, because, sure. because that, that, that's a fun, that's because a fun it's show. Phenomenal. And it's not, it's not a real, it's not a real, you know, like uh, there's not this like fake machismo or like, Oh, and then like drama, they're building a drama with everything. Like, Oh, my, my dog uh, only has one leg, but it's, it's got a tumor in it and uh, it might grow into another dog that I don't like, like type of drama. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I, I, I tend to, not enjoy those things but sunday or saturday before i went to my run i was gonna i was gonna barbecue a tri-tip right i was gonna smoke myself a tri-tip and uh, i'm like you know i'm in the, i'm in the mood for for some finding more about barbecue and on netflix there was a show like great american barbecue cookout or something like that and i'm like you know i'll watch it. i'm in a barbecue mood it's a competition show but you know whatever and so i watched the first episode and there was a guy on there that I was like, oh, this guy's like very down to earth. He's from Georgia. He's an IT guy. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I think he's, I want him to to succeed. I want him to go to, to the end. And there was a really, really annoying woman on there that was like everything. She, she was complaining about everything. She's like, oh, make excuses about like, I usually have more time than this. Oh, oh, I forgot this. Oh, I usually have more time for this. Oh no, I oh I don't know if I'm doing this right. Oh, I want to beat everybody. Oh no, I forgot something else, right? I'm like, God, she's annoying. After I finished that episode, I wanted to know what happened. And this is where I realized that I'm okay with competition shows if I watch the first episode and I watch the last episode. That is it. That is that is that is my solution to my problem. 
This is this is the perfect example of Brandon's consumption of pop culture. Is he's like, I don't need all of the ins and outs. I don't need the emotional drama. I just want to know how it starts and tell me how it ends. If I have to read the Wikipedia on it, I will. But I just just give me in, give me out. And if it's and if and if the summary is good enough. I'll go back and watch the rest of it. I'll go experience the rest of it if it's if it is that if it is worth that journey, which is a serious, you know, gaunt, throwing down the gauntlet to all Wikipedia contributors that if you feel like Brandon should really go enjoy <laughs> something, you better be compelling in that in that article you write about it. That's right. Yeah. Well, to summarize that experience, the guy I liked made it to the end made it to the final episode. The woman I did not like made it to the final episode as well, just between the two of them. And as soon as the episode started, I'm like, and she's going to win. And she won. Um, so, so now I follow that guy on, on, on Twitter because I was like, Hey, I was right about him. He's a good dude. So down to earth. Lo- love him. Um, I'll get that name for you, everybody. So you can go follow him on Twitter as well. Um, He's from, Great. from from Georgia. You know, he's a gentleman barbecuer. You ever watch uh, the Great British Baking Show? Um, uh, yeah, Chelsea watches it, and never I catch I catch glimpses of it, like you know, little clips here and there. It's fun. It's fun. Um, have you ever seen the show Taskmaster? I think we probably talked about this in, during the COVID years. Taskmaster. Uh, I'd I'd heard about it. Yeah, uh, but British I, British. Uh, game show um where they have a bunch of comedians on there and they have them do random tasks and then whoever performs the best in an episode um wins the episode but they have the same like four people on for a whole season Mm -hmm. uh you can watch like seasons of it uh full episodes on youtube uh very enjoyable love that show let me let me just go and throw this out there for everybody if you want to know who came in second place it's 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 Rashid Phillips. Uh, you can follow him at Rashid Phillips on on Twitter. He's just he was just such That's a nice right, getting that a, AE bump. Just such, to such a nice guy. Just a nice guy. He's a gentleman smoker, owner of Phillips Barbecue Co., host of Entro Podcast. Uh, you can find him in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Um, but yeah, just great, great. We should talk about him more. We should have him on the show, Rashid. I know you're <laughs> yeah, you're listening. Our first guest in <laughs> six years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do seriously though. I do want to just, I don't know what it was you like in a, in a, in a show full of people that are like, woo. Ah, yeah. He was just like, you know, I'm, I was born in Jamaica and I, I'm, I just, I just like, I like cooking, making barbecue. I'm an IT guy from, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm behind <laughs> you 100%. It's the, embodiment of brandon's essence on a competition reality show <laughs> yeah yeah no you'd be like "Ooh, hey everybody no and then you'd be like passed out in the back after each episode <laughs> like oh it's too much interaction with people oh my gosh oh my god the, the final episode of that of that show was they they there was like an overnight barbecue and they like they had to make their own grill pit and then they had to like uh smoke a whole hog and they said whole hog like 40 times. Uh, and it was like from like three in the afternoon till like eight or nine the next morning. And they were up all night long. And, whew, you know, and then they smoked a brisket. I'm like, have I watched the show? You may, you may have. But I'll say this. I didn't I didn't smoke a tri-tip that night because I kept it in my fridge too long. And it was it was going bad. And um I regret that. So I sincerely apologize to the tri-tip makers of America. I, I'm really, I really wonder if I watched this. Yeah, I think I, I think I did watch this. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that's a good, that's a good show. I, this came out like a long time ago. I thought it was new. No, no it came out in 2020, and like the the new season is like. I think coming out next year sometime. Yeah, I know. I know a hundred percent what you're talking about. And, uh, it was, it was so down yeah. to earth, right? Like, he's yeah, just like, absolutely. Like every episode, I'm like the two episodes I watched. I'm like, 
Huh. Look, he's not, he's not like bragging. And, and like, even the, when he lost, uh, you know, in like the post loss interview, uh, he was like, you know, she's been to a lot of competitions and like, yeah, like I'm happy I came in second place to her uh, because she deserves to be the number one spot. Like uh, Br- Brandon, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you what, as, as I'm now realizing the only person on this podcast that's watched this entire season, I recommend you go back and watch some of the other episodes. They're, they're good. There's, there's some, there's, they throw some, some interesting ideas. Uh, some interesting concepts that these I'm not going to do it. these pit masters not going to do it. I already know that. I know the ending. I'm just going to reach out to Rashid and right. be his best friend. Him and, right. him and Ryan cool. Elder going to be best friends. We're all going to hang out. Best friends. <laughs> you, Ryan Elder, can eat barbecue with <laughs> Rashid. Is that what you said? His yeah. Name was? Yeah. Rashid yeah. Phillips. Cool. Uh, let's talk about The Last of Us because it's the best thing going on television right now. And you can't convince me otherwise. Okay, I I will try not to. Yeah, L- The Last of Us, based off of a video game, uh, Halo, uh, came out right. came out on the Nintendo sixty four originally, way back in yeah. uh, eighteen eighty nine is when Nintendo was formed, and that's when they came out with their original concept of, for Halo instead of playing cards, <laughs> <laughs> the Halo playing cards. Um, yeah, so the the last the last of us we talked about it briefly. I don't know if we talked about it on our last episode. It was in our show notes. I think we may have mentioned yeah, it. We probably did. Um, yeah, we we had to have, but we'll talk about it a little bit more because we're now leading into the the season finale, uh, which will be next week right. after the airing yeah. of this this podcast episode. Um, and so I want to just kind of gauge your sense, what your feelings are on the on the season so far. Uh, and the the kind of twists, the turns, the character developments, and the violence, and being in a post apocalyptic world, Travis. I I want to I want to preface this conversation with uh, some level setting here. So I never played the Last of Us video game, um, nor did I look into much information about the game or or any anything. Um, you did play the last of us video game, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, all of it. Not all of it. Not all of it. Okay. Yeah. I I, right. I started it up. Uh I loaded a I you know, I, I got at my first save point and then I, I deleted it. I said, No, I'm not gonna have any of this. <laughs> no. I, I I played through some of it. Um yeah, but I I wasn't able to finish it. All right. Um, well, so my expectation going into the show was yet another post-apocalyptic zombie type show where you're going to have, um, as, we, as we saw relatively early on in the show, a very unique concept about uh, zombies and, and uh, the, I don't know, the bio like fungal uh, infection and and how that spreads and and the cordyceps what yeah the cordyceps 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 yeah those things uh, i thought it was a really unique and interesting idea and i thought that the premise of the show overall was was really cool um watching the premiere i was like this is outstandingly produced television uh, i thought that the individual performances were great and that has not wavered uh, since since you know eight episodes have gone by now, and I continue to think each episode, just, every episode is really good. It's a really compelling story, and it is definitely not your typical um, zombie show. Where I mean, a lot of a lot of episodes have like no zombies or or no um, undead. Maybe maybe it'll have like a quick like you see one stuck to a wall or something. But for the most part, it's less about like you'd see in a walking dead where they're just constantly trying to get away from zombies and more really about the people and what it's like to live, um, you know, in that sort of environment and how people, uh, the, the different ways that people choose to survive and how all of humanity is, sucky 
<laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I, that's, 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 that's my general takeaway from it. I don't know. What are, what are you thinking as you watch? Hmm. I, I think going back to some of the things you said, I, I, I watched World War Z maybe last weekend. Um, okay. And I hadn't seen that in, in, a, in a while. It's a Brad Pitt movie based off of a book by Max Brooks. And uh, whereas in, in the books, in the book, uh, World War Z, it's it's like it's this really cool way they tell the story. It's like all uh, it's like found in diaries. It's somebody who's talking about the the apocalypse after it's happened. Everything's fixed now, essentially. And they're just doing like a, a an oral history of like where it came from and what happened uh, to, to fix everything. Um, and then World War Z came out and then it was like a typical zombie movie. Yeah. Although it was like like if you go to a trailer of world war Z, you'll see where there's just like so many zombies, like running on top of each other and like piling up and swarming uh, against the walls of, uh, uh, I think it's like Jerusalem or something like that. Um, and so that's kind of what you think of when you think of the zombie movies, like you think of all these zombies and they're always, always attacking, uh, George Romero, his zombie films, the slow moving zombies, uh, the zombies were always a threat. They're always there, but it has always ended up being about the people. And so not a living dead. It's about, it's about the people in there. And there's just this external threat that is, is forcing them into a smaller area and having to deal with these, these social issues. Uh, same thing with like Donna dead with kind of commercialism and then day of the dead, uh, where they're like talking about like military and, and all that, uh, stuff. Um, what last of us does is, like yes that that external threat is there it's always a threat but it's it's not as much of a threat as the people who are like it focuses way more on the the, the how the people are are the threat yeah the cordyceps that has created something to like shape reshape re- revolutionize like fascism in in uh, the day and age and then that's where the fear comes from people becoming who they always were um and uh so yeah like i think we'll see some of that in joel like we've seen some of that in joel throughout the the series uh hinted at like he was a a good dad and then he turned into some kind of monster behind the scenes uh enough that his brother wants to to leave him (laughs) um and things that he's ashamed of so um and then we'll see how ellie uh, also kind of evolves uh, through that yeah um yeah 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 yeah. uh champ 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 talking about in the game the the corgi scents were were pretty deadly um yeah and i i i think that's the thing there's they fight a lot of humans in the game they also fight a lot of more of the zombie type of things uh but we tend to see more of the fighting of other humans in the, in the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. M- mostly probably because humans talk and you can explore humanity of humans more than you can explore the inhumanity of a fungus growing and doing little spores out of the mouths. And, and I think when you consider the mechanics of a video game, right, you, you have to have something for the players to do. And you probably like, as you're navigating between places and stuff, you need to have, you know, some action and some gameplay and things like that where, yeah, so even if it is a very story-driven game, you, it it, it becomes like a telltale game if you just show a story and yeah. are asked to press A every once in a while. Like, um, what, I, what, I, yeah. what I really like about the show is it's a, you, you've, you've probably read things about it so far where they say it's just a really good adapt adaptation of a game, like one of the best sure. adaptations of a game. And I, I tend to agree with it. Um, there have been good adaptations of games, of course. Um, as, as far as a series goes, like this has, like I watched the resident evil series on Netflix and like, uh, you share some of the same names of characters, but you're not really adapting the games. You're just, you're, you're taking the property and, and adopting some things, but 
saying fuck it to the other things. M- moving in its own direction. Yeah. With with The Last of Us, it's taking some of like the major uh, milestones, the major moments of the game, and it's it's adapting them in a way where it's keeping the core spirit of some of those moments, uh, but making it its own thing. So it is an adaptation of the game, but it's taking its own spin, but still sticking to the overall story of what, what's going to happen. We know that season one of the last of us is basically the first game. It is the last of us part one. And then the second season is going to be the last of us part two, um, which is the second game. So I, I think it's doing a, a pretty damn good job of that. Uh, and uh, I mean, some people's mileage may vary. You have not played the game. I know that I know that Sheena has, has now uh, read all about the game. So she knows what's going to happen in the season finale. She's, she stumbled upon some spoilers and uh, that's her problem. I, she gets to live with that. <laughs> and, and I, I will not allow her to speak to me for the next so, week. That is, that is where we are in our relationship, and I think we're both fine with it. I want to. I want to ask, and maybe, and we, maybe you can answer this question to close it out. Uh, uh, so you don't have to answer it yet, okay. if, if you have more to talk about. But what do you think is going to happen in the season finale? Mm, they all turn into mushroom heads, and they just like the moon, like the moon, June and spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it turns into a musical, I think is what happens. Um yeah, I don't the, I I was going to ask about sort of that contrast between like your expectations as a person that's played the game or has read up on how the game ends. Has has the show lived up to what you expected from from what you've played or um do you have any gripes or concerns because something doesn't like match up with what you saw. You didn't answer my question. How are you gonna how are you gonna answer I know you said I could save it for the end. Oh oh okay. All right you're 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 playing that card. Brand okay. Okay. You're playing that card. Yes. Yes. Uh, it it's it's to the expectation that I'm like uh, okay I let me go ahead and and find the time to to go back and, and play through it again. Not well, not again, but play through it all the way that this time i i know I know what happens uh much in the same way that I know what happens in Fight Club and Goodfellas and the Departed and any other movie that I've seen hundreds of times, but it's a story that i'm I'm good with revisiting and and would want to revisit um yeah. so i I think this the show I think some properties might when you watch it, you're like, ugh. Well, now I'm done with this property, this IP, because this new thing kind of tainted my my view of it. The show doesn't do yeah. that for the game. Um, I feel like there was maybe uh maybe it was like a Reddit post or something. Um where it was saying that uh the lead the lead actress, uh, Bella Ramsey, um was talking about the the finale potentially like polarizing audiences um and i'm curious if that is a hint to them maybe doing something different from the game and and so that maybe creating two two sort of sides where like people are like oh no the uh, the show is great but the ending was awful because they didn't do what the game did and then and then there's a bunch of people that are not going to know any better and they're like yeah that's it's good. That's fine. Uh, that could be the case. Uh, it, they could do something. They could follow it exactly, and people just don't like how that ends or 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 what's going on. Um, well, if if, if, it, if you know yeah. any, if you know anything about the uh, the controversy with when The Last of Us Two came out on the on the PlayStation, uh, there was a lot of people that were that were pissed off about The Last of Us Two uh, in and how and perspectives and players or characters that you end up playing as. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, negativity there for that. And so I wonder if she's, if Bella Ramsey is speaking specifically to television audiences who've never seen 
or, or, or have known nothing about the video games or she's talking about the fans of the video games being like, oh, no, it, it's different than than what you're going to expect, what what you'd see in the game itself. Yeah. So. All right. All right. We're closing out with Travis's predictions for the end of the last. Here's here's where my head's at. All right. We've. We've got uh, a story arc where two strangers uh, who were forced together um, against their will almost uh, to an, an unlikely pair um, have grown over time uh, to not only trust each other, but to care for each other um, and uh, and look out for each other. They're 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 more they're more than just acquaintances now. They're they're almost like family. And uh, what what the most recent episode has shown us is that uh, these are violent times, and uh, and someone like Ellie is going to um, have to face that violence and uh, respond to it, and uh, <laughs> and I'm stalling for time, and yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I, and so I think there is going to be some sort of uh, tragic There's tragic a- event that causes them to be separated. There's going to be a waiting um, room and you know, it, it's going to turn, it's going to turn out that they were all dead the entire time for the entire, for the entire series. Yeah. So there's a church and, <laughs> uh, and when you put the cork back in the Island, mm-hmm. uh, then the smoke monster goes away. <laughs> um, and so I think what's going to happen is, uh, no, I, I, I think there's going to be something that splits them up. I'll say that. Okay. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna be split up. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, they're going to elect a cordyceps the president. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, it, and then the rest of the show is just like an idiocracy reboot. It's, it's really, it's, it's the West it's Wing. Really bizarre. But. <laughs> But one of the quarter steps like, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. The real last of us was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Thanks, John. Thanks. Uh, So, yeah. Some uh, good magic. So that that, that's our kind of coverage of of the last of us. We might mention it next time we do a podcast just to kind of follow up with this conversation. But let us know what what you think. Uh, Head over to Apathusiast over on Twitter. And shoot us a note, uh, Instagram, wherever, uh, and let us let us know what you think. Any of your predictions or apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. You can shoot us something there. Much more verbose you can be on email. It it turns out there's no there's no limit to the amount of characters you can put in an email uh, yeah, versus so many characters. Um, so many characters. Uh, but yeah, that that is that is the last of us, Travis. Uh, the, I have some breaking news for you. Uh, I saw this on doop, 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 doop. as I was going through. <laughs> I wasn't going through Twitter. Uh, but I just happened to, you were scrolling through Twitter while I was talking. Cause you were looking up your, your barbecue boy. That's right. That's and... right. Rashid Phillips on Twitter. This is, this is breaking news. Uh, Tom Brady might unretire. He might unretire. He might unretire again. That's, that's the rumor we're, we're hearing here. Here's again. what, here's what it says from sportsillustrated.com. Uh, Patriots news, Tom Brady rumor, blue mind. This one just blew my mind, Rich Eisen says, uh, the NFL Network uh, anchor, suggesting the Patriots and NFL GOAT might sign with, who's your guess? Who's your guess they might sign with? Uh, Who needs a quarterback? I was going to say New Orleans, but I think they just got Derek Carr. Um. I'll just say Washington Commanders. Okay, I'll, I'll give I'll give I'll give you I'll give you a hint because that's wrong. It is it is someplace that he lives currently, and one of the state he lives currently. The Rams. He doesn't live in he doesn't live in California. Does he live in Florida? He's a Florida boy. Is it... Which, which means not the not the Dolphins. Which means. Eisen then named the Dolphins, a chief rival of the Pats in AFC West, as the potential destination. And, and let me let me tell you, as a as a Dolphins fan, 
a, a lifelong Dolphins fan since Ace Ventura came broke the broke onto the scene. I don't want I love that bit of backstory <laughs> for you, by the way. I don't I don't want Tom Brady on the on the Dolphins. I don't I don't need him. I don't want him. I don't care if he's still great. I don't care. I don't care if, if Tua retires tomorrow and he's like, you know what? I, I have had uh, too many concussions. I'm gone. And then uh, our backup goes away. And like, we don't have any quarterback. You know what? Let's just give it to Tyreek Hill and he's just going to run the, the entire time. I'm cool with that. I don't want, I don't, I don't need Tom Brady. And tell you, tell you what, Garage Dolphins are going wild in the chat about this idea. So um, I say we continue this conversation. <laughs> Over in the post show, uh, we are we are gonna we are gonna do our Twitch only post show, uh, soon to be available also on our Patreon. So if you if you cannot uh, if you cannot make it for the Monday night live stream, uh, head over to Patreon.com/slash/AppetiteEnthusiasm, uh, and if you're a patron, we will start posting some of our post shows uh, in posts on Patreon. Uh, so so we'll talk about uh, dolphins and and. Uh, people that can't stay retired and all sorts of other things uh, right over there. Thank you to everybody that joined us for this episode. Uh, thank you if you listened, if you downloaded, uh, if you have subscribed, liked this episode over on YouTube. Um, but what you, one of the best things you can do is is leave a review. So if you're new here, uh, let us know what you think. And we appreciate it. And until next time, Travis, I am Brandon. <laughs> And Brandon, I am Travis. And this was Apathetic Enthusiasm. Bye.